Whether you're buying a new car, a used car, or refinancing your current car, FedChoice Federal Credit Union could help save you money. FedChoice makes buying a car so easy that you can do everything right from your smartphone or on a computer. Become a member today and you can take advantage of their great rates and financing options. Find out more at FedChoice.org. That's FedChoice.org. Membership open to federal employees, including contractors and their families. FedChoice Federal Credit Union, insured by NCUA. Another technical issue solved by uh, Fox 5 IT and engineering. Well, this doesn't even sound like it was our issue, though. This sounds like it was a corporate. Yeah. Why are they messing with our podcast studio? Because they don't want to be hacked by... uh, Okay, that's true. Foreign uh, entities. Okay, <laughs> foreign entities. Okay, okay, all right. Um, we're back. We're back. You have so much to talk about. Yeah. You know, it's true. Patrick in the press, no. basically. I mean, basically, <laughs> it's, it's now, this is what I said to you. This is how it starts. You're anti-Hollywood until you become an insider. Oh, and then I am going to be so Hollywood. I know you are. You're going to be, uh, the next year, I guarantee at this podcast, this time, you're going to be like, oh, I'm gotta, going to the Tonys. I'm going to be like the Obamas. Did you Netflix, award shows? Spotify deal. I'm gonna, uh, Michelle's doing a, a dodgeball. Uh, did you see she's doing like a special uh, dodgeball game, All-Stars? It's like uh, Melissa McCarthy and Amelia Kunis and Michelle are on the same team. Against now, who are you going to get? James Woods? Like, I mean, who's going <laughs> to bring No, gonna he's, bring a little, he's a little out there. <laughs> he he might bring more than a dodgeball to that game. He's like the only openly conservative celebrity there is. Uh, yeah, maybe. No, John Voight. Okay, yeah, you, John Voight. John Voight will have to bring him out in a wheelchair to play your charity softball game. All right. Yeah. No. I'm on oh, like, Clint Eastwood? I'd be on that like m- you know middle team. <laughs> I'd be <laughs> yeah. I'd be the ref. <laughs> okay, I feel like you're not be, really in I, the middle. I'd though. be the official like in the dodgeball game. Okay. Speaking of dodgeball, well, we'll definitely talk about that. Yeah, this yeah. article in the Post is getting a lot of discussion. Is dodgeball an oppressive game that targets uh, weaker <laughs> individuals? I can't wait to hear your thoughts on that. But we, I actually thought that article did have a good point. I, we we can talk about that. Okay, yeah. I want to kind of talk about, though, last week, just to recap, yes. you were going to be on a MoCo podcast. I was on the MoCo podcast, which went very, very well. Okay. Uh, those guys are terrific. We're going to actually have them on as a guest on our podcast okay. in the coming weeks. Uh, we love Montgomery County. We love the MoCo show. Um, and just to recap for people, this MoCo show is like hyper local, right? Everything that's happening in Montgomery, in Montgomery County, County. Correct. People who live there, whatever. People events. live there, events, restaurants opening, restaurants closing, festivals, what have you. And uh, yeah, it's great. Did Ooh. anything surprise you about the interview? Like anything, any well, unexpected we, we, questions? We actually were fortunate. The way it's set up is we went to La Canella restaurant okay. in Montgomery County, in Rockville Town Square, prior to... Uh, actually, yeah, you know, we get there, and part of the arrangement is they give you a bunch of food. So we ate, we drank, which I don't do before this podcast because it's nine thirty <laughs> in the morning. But I actually, had I had a old fashioned. You had an old fashioned prior to the recording. Yeah. Okay. So I was loose. Amazing. I was loose. I mean, were Victoria and Claudia on standby? For they you? were. I mean, they <laughs> were. I hope you dialed them on speed. So were so were the cops and uh, no. And no, it's and the food was fantastic. It was it was so it's it's a great setup and um, yeah, it was fun. Well, it looked great from the pictures that you posted on Twitter. Then on Friday, and it's Steve Solomon, by the way, and Alex Sharonis, 
Both okay. uh, Alex is a teacher at in Montgomery County Public School System, and Steve obviously is with uh, Steve Zabin on Team Nine Eighty. These are the two men that they host, host it. Correct. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Then on Friday, I wake up. You have a great article written about I did. you. Uh, now this was from Cronkite. So it was um, so Andrew Hayward, who is the former president of CBS News. All right. He was the president of CBS News, I believe, for. 10, 11 years, 96 to 2006-ish. Um, he's now um, a fellow at the Walter Cronkite Institute at the Arizona State University, and his, uh, his focus is local news. How does local news survive and thrive and providing you know, insight to general managers, news directors, station owners about um, um, the long-term prospects and... Well, the article was very transparent. You talked about the so newsroom. By the way, so let me just say, and I'm not saying this because he interviewed me. He, super smart, Harvard grad. I had to be on my toes. He asked great questions, had done all his research. Wow. Um, it was about a 75-minute interview, um, and the article came out, and he kind of took the our podcast, the Polini Perspective uh, uh, umbrella concept, I guess, and he he uh, came up with five quote Paolini perspectives on how to uh, run a local news operation. So uh, yeah, it was great. It got a lot of press. Variety, Hollywood, I believe Politico. Uh, Brian Stetler uh, yes. put it in his CNN overnight. Uh, obviously, TV, TV news check and so forth. So yeah, it, well, it was great. I mean, you talked about really everything from the creation of this to running a newsroom. I thought this was the most transparent you ever were. Yeah, no, about it was, I had to be. I mean, look, he did. It was good and bad. I mean, it was um, some of the struggles that we have. Um, how we focused here, um, some things work, some things don't work. Sure. The risks we take both on the news content side, the promotion side, um, and, and how to go on, going about to try to continue to grow local news. Uh, yeah, I thought it came out it came out well. I thought it came out really, really well. So where can people, I know you've tweeted it. Um, I've tweeted it. It's on, um, uh, it's, it's called the Cronkite Lab. Okay. So they could find it there. They could find it. Andrew Hayward tweeted it out. Um, so th- there's there's a bunch of places that and you could find the article. The Facebook group. And we'll you know what I you we'll have. post it on Polini Perspective. Yeah. also. I think it's actually already up. There, Did we but post I'll, it? I'll okay. look. I'll okay. double check. But I'm pretty sure it's there for people. Great. So, um, well, we've got a lot of going on in sports. Yeah. Big Poppy. Um, you know the legendary uh, Boston Red Sox player was shot in the Dominican. More drama in the Dominican. Aside from that. So people are dying from. All kinds of things down there, right? Uh, yes, lo- we've had four or five American families so that, have come forward. It appears forward. there's um, maybe something going on with some of the alcohol in the mini bars, apparently being tainted. Yeah, with bleach. Like, well, <laughs> probably. <laughs> well, yeah. Did you see or that some, one woman? Yeah. She says she put her drink down at a Dominican resort, picked it back up, took a huge slug, and it was bleach. Like someone had put straight bleach, was rushed to the yeah, hospital so the, and burned. So the Dominican his... Republic has not had a good PR yeah. uh, few weeks, but Big Poppy goes down there because obviously he's from there. Uh, he's a god down there, and uh, so this is complete. This is alleged that a drug lord, a head of a cartel, hired two cops to go and assassinate Big Poppy. Because he believed that somehow Big Poppy was involved with either his wife, his girlfriend, I'm not sure. Yeah. I, I've heard wife, wife, I've heard girlfriend, right. I've heard significant other. Um, 
they did a lot of damage, but they did not kill him. And then uh, he's already been put on a plane, and he's back in Boston. So last night, the Red Sox did uh, a moment of sil- silence for him. Wow. Which, I was listening to a radio show this morning. Actually, I'll give him credit, Elliot in the morning. And um, his take on it, and I agree with him 100%. I'm not sure they should have did the moment of silence last night for him. Why is that? Well, interesting, you know, you don't know the whole story yet. Like, they sent a plane to get him. Fine. They got to get him out of there because if there's a hit on him, oh my God, there yeah. may be other people coming. And Wait, which the Red Sox organization sent right, their they plane. They sent the plane. To get took, right. All that's great. No no question about that. But I'm not sure you need to do the moment of silence the night of. How do you not do the moment of silence for Big Poppy, one of the greatest baseball players? Okay, what if of it turns time? out he's involved in the drug cartel? Hypothetically, I'm not even suggesting that that's remotely a possibility. However, let's say he is. Let's say he was with this woman. Is, okay, well, I mean, you, an extra now, no one wants to, is no, an ideal. I'm not, not saying he should be shot, but if he was involved in something, and that comes out two weeks from now, does it look bad they gave him a moment of silence? I think, but what, I mean, but you have to assume a person is innocent until. But why do like, they have to? Why did they have to do it last night? Just they went to get him. They could say, "Hey, wishing Big Poppy well." Put it up on the board. Because it's still his life. I mean, aren't you going to take a moment of silence and pray for him? Yeah, the no. guy who, like, one of the people who led you to a World Series, who reversed the curse? I mean, I, I, I yeah. If in two weeks, I'm sure the organization will come out and say, look. And I'm not, again, not, I want to be clear. I'm not suggesting there's anything nefarious going on that he did anything wrong. Certainly nothing to be, deserved to be assassinated or, you know, try attempted assassination. I'm just, I don't know. I'm not, like, maybe they could have waited a few days. Let him get healthy. I I mean, that wouldn't bother me. Okay. But I was just a thought. Just One a of thought. The, yeah, I mean, that story does seem like there is a lot more to it. Yeah. I mean, you know, he was sh- shot at point blank range in this bar. Lots I mean, it's and lots ama- of other people It's amazing around. he survived. Yeah. I mean, really. It, Clearly the cops have bad aim down there. Or, Yeah. Or he moved or, you know. He just got lucky, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, they, and they, you know, people surrounding. Oh, yeah. They so probably they, chased down the two cops, beat well, them. Well, one, just one. They didn't catch the oh, other. Oh, right. They didn't right, catch right, the right, other right. one. And they, you saw a video of them kick mauled him. Mauled him. They yeah. mauled him. Yeah. But Big Poppy's, I mean, he's like one of the icons down there. It must be a difficult. I, I feel for someone like Big Poppy, who I'm sure is multimillionaire, you know, um, <laughs> with this like fly in the studio. <laughs> Yeah. Do we need fly tape here at Fox? What's going on? We, we need, uh, yeah, clear, <laughs> clearly we need to clean or something. We have like a podcast fly. <laughs> um, but I think it has to be difficult for someone like Big Poppy. You make all that money. I don't know if Big Poppy's a U.S. citizen or has dual citizenship, but your uh, whole family's I'm in the Dominican. Sure. You go back. You even well, his wife, this, his wife and kids live in Miami. Oh, they do? They do. Yeah. So was he just visiting? We don't know. Yeah, who knows? Mm. See, my point. Yeah, more to come for that story. <laughs> it's not looking good for the Dominican. They've got some big issues No, they issues have some big issues down there. Yeah. yeah. Cancel that vacation. Isn't that where you were going to go on your honeymoon? No, we were thinking about going to Turks and Caicos. Oh, okay. Maybe. No. I've never heard actually good things about the Dominican. Even prior to this, I had a friend that went down, and she was bit by a monkey on the what? beach. <laughs> a monkey on the beach? <laughs> True okay. story. But she was staying in a resort where one of the people that worked at the resort, they had like those, they have those little oh, yeah, monkeys yeah, yeah, that yeah. you can put on your shoulder and yeah. take a picture. Okay, no. She did that and it ended up biting her. And then she got violently ill two days later. And they said, look, we think it's just some bacteria that was in 
the, that the monkey had in its mouth. So I, I've never heard people have good experiences in the yeah. Dominican. I'm canceling my Dominican trip. Have you ever been? No, no. No? No plans. Either. No plans to go? No. Uh, let's talk some presidential updates. Sure. So, Beto, I saw you uh, tweeting about this, <laughs> that Beto Dude, now Did you see a- his press conference the, yesterday? Or, so, he does a press conference about, he was asked a question, he was in Iowa, and he's asked a question about his current polling in Iowa, which is like 2%. And he proceeds to go on a freaking, uh, you know, rant, or not a rant, but- Goes just, off on a tangent. Just goes off on a tangent about how, well, you know, when we first started the Senate race in Texas, um, if you had looked at those polls, they would not have projected that we would have won. But you didn't win. Like, you moron. He didn't win. And by the way... I, Came very I, close. I didn't but. see the rest of the... Because the, yeah, the, the video cut off. I, I hope a reporter followed up and said, hey, Beto, you didn't win. Yeah. This guy has no clue. He's been completely... Ex- he should have not run. People have to be self-aware. He He's not that smart. He he got... He got um, it was a viral moment. He, he, he really had a did. viral moment. Yeah. He got caught up in the 2000 and you know, midterm election wave. You know, By the way, Cruz is not that popular. Right? He's probably one of the least popular senators. Yeah, so... Good for Beto, but he he believed this press, and he's been completely exposed. I, I do have to agree with you. I think that he. I know seems, you were a Beto supporter. You need to get off that train. Well, I loved. I did love that viral video moment because uh, okay. I think that spoke. There's a lot. a lot of people who've had viral video moments. Doesn't mean they yeah, should be president. They're not all good. I mean, well, he's not. Well, he's. I think he just. I don't isn't even ready. think he has an issue. Like he's he's toast. I. I'm on the Bernie train. I saw Bernie. Bernie, uh, listen, I think Biden is. Um, Bernie is where it's at. I think I might be wrong on Biden. I'll, I'll admit it. On Biden? I, you know, I thought he was running a good campaign early on. It seems like he's had multiple slip ups. Did you see he tweeted the best, best friend bracelet? bracelet? With, yeah. Gag you. me. Like, that's just. That, what? You thought it was what? You just think it's too juvenile for a grown it, man? It speaks of desperation. First okay. of all, Barack didn't even. Respond? No, he didn't even endorse you yet. If you're his best friend, you were his VP for eight years and he hasn't endorsed you. And I don't buy the crap. Oh, he's waiting to see how the field bullshit. You know what? If he's your best friend, you're his VP for eight years. He comes out hard and endorses you. And he hasn't. What do you think the hesitation is with the Obama camp? I think they like each other, but I don't, I think, I don't think they're besties. And I'm not sure Obama agrees with Biden's policy, nor do I think he believes he should be president. You think he's a Bernie fan? I don't think he's a Bernie fan either. I, uh, I think I, saw, I think I think uh, President Obama is a little too moderate to be a Bernie fan. I don't believe. I truly don't believe he he's a socialist. Um, nor did he demonstrate that. Bernie in, is not a socialist. Oh By God. the way, Bernie, I saw do a great interview about that statement. And he's like, you want to know what socialism is? How about the police departments in this country? Socialist programs. Oh, stop. Fire departments in most cities. Socialist programs. He's like, all I'm advocating for is universal health care for everybody. I'm like, brilliant. The guy is not, he's not advocating for socialism in okay. every department. Well, they should all go to California and San Francisco. Have you seen all the reports of how disgusting the streets of San Francisco and L.A. are right now? People, I mean, you're seeing story after story after story. And I'm talking about people who say, I'm a diehard Democrat and I had to move from San Francisco because it's so freaking expensive. It's disgusting. You can't go downtown. Homeless people all over, like dirt, 
They can't keep up. And then you have the governor of California saying this is a national problem. No, Mr. Newsom, it's a California problem. It's a liberal socialist policy problem because they keep passing policies to continue to get the Democratic left progressive vote rather than doing what's best for all citizens of the state. And that's the problem. Okay, but don't you feel like a lot of these people who are homeless would benefit from health care? Probably a lot of them need medic mental treatment for sure. You're, don't don't misunderstand. I'm not suggesting that there shouldn't be medi- health care reform to some degree. Okay, and I just there's you can't pay for everything. Even though we're the greatest country in the world, and you want to believe we can, the top, the wealthiest people in this country are taxed at an unbelievably high rate. Now, your friend Bernie would think otherwise. He thinks it probably should be back to the 60, 70, 80% days. I, these cities, you, know, you look at cities like New York, I mean, states like New York, New Jersey, they're losing people, they're losing population. There was just an article about how New Jersey, the high, one of the highest tax, if not the highest tax state now, they're taxing everything. And I'm not just talking about state and local and taxes. I'm talking about everything is taxed in New York. The water, the rain, the freaking garbage. Like, it's insane. People are moving out in droves. They're moving south. Okay, I got to look at that article. Is you that should. true? Absolutely true. New Jersey had the most people over the last two years move out to other states with less and taxes. Did they, and they cited taxes. Taxes. Number one reason. Why? Taxes cost a living. Obviously, that's directly, you know, related. Property taxes are you know, ridiculously high. <laughs> So, you know, we're getting we're getting off the topic here. But but. my problem is with Republicans or or whatever, with this argument against Bernie is like, but then offer a solution. Like, what solution do we have? You know, instead, but your solution was Obamacare and that didn't work. So now at least it was something that he put forward. Was it perfect? No, there were definitely that's not the goal, Sarah. And I'm not saying all the Republican policies are the goal to you elect people to pass policies that work. It's not like let's throw darts at a dartboard so I can get votes and say I passed health care reform. So we just passed Obamacare, what, six years ago? And now we need a new health care reform. It's like no one's even talking about what Obamacare did because now we have to have universal health care because clearly Obamacare did not work. Costs are still high. People can't afford their deductibles. Yeah. The millennials know and the younger. A lot of people aren't using it. Yeah. A lot of people aren't using it. They're, they're, they're paying the tax instead. So that didn't work. Okay, great. It gave people health, you know, pre-existing conditions and health care to their 26. Those are the only two things that worked, which, by the way, are the most expensive part of probably of the program. Now, I don't know that for sure. And, uh, you know, somebody could check me on that. But I would guess those are very expensive parts. But, I, I mean, but, but it's like getting the, I said this before. Obamacare, the way Obamacare was set up, it was like getting the dessert before the meal. Kids can stay on the 26. And no, and no one could deny you for pre-existing conditions. The two best things you want. So we give people that, and then oh, by the way, it's going to cost you eight thousand dollars a year deductible or twenty thousand. It's like, well, wait a second. Right. Or you're going to get taxed. It's just, and now you can't take those things away. If you're a politician, take those things away. Well, I mean, toast. Bernie's whole position is it's basically Medicare for everybody. So you know, you go well, to the let doctor. Let me ask you, you pay- something about Bernie. All kidding aside, this guy's been in the Senate for how long? Oh my God, 30 years. What has he done? What has he done? 
I mean, he's advocated no, for. He's done nothing. He's passed no significant legislation. He has no leadership positions of any significance. You know what he did? He ran for president and got momentum through but young you can't say that. progressives. He's voted for, for things like Obamacare. He's helped other presidents get elected. I mean, he's done a lot he's for not his a, state. He's not a standout senator. Well, who is a standout senator? Uh, Lindsey Graham? I mean, give me a break. He's so wishy-washy. Please, he changes. I mean, what's Lindsey Graham done? What? Well, I mean, we can well, argue okay. this about like every and Senate li- person. Lindsey washed out pretty quickly in the presidential race, didn't he? Yeah, and Lindsey Graham, another person full of crap. But basically, people shouldn't be allowed to serve 30 years, which we've talked about. Uh, listen, way I agree. More so AOC, AOC tweeted yesterday, and again, I'm, I may not have it 100% accurate, but because, you know, there's a debate right now. Should Congress, should the House of Representatives receive a pay increase and the Democrats are getting significant backlash on if they pass the pay increase. AOC tweeted something to the effect, well, I can understand it's not popular, but part of the problem is if you don't pay them more, us more, because she's obviously one of them, that that's why a majority of them will turn to lobbying after they get out to make the money. And, you know, a bunch of reporters She's right. No, she's not right. Number one, they make about 175000 Not a bad income. I get you have to live in two spots. D.C. is extremely expensive. I get that. That's a good salary, though, for D.C. Not a bad salary, number one. Number two, certainly for the number of hours they work. And number three, it was never designed, I don't believe, to be a career, like you just said. Serve your eight years and get out. Right. Go, well, and then go yes. make your money. Yeah, the country. Career politicians. Like, like you look at Maryland. We got these people, you know, Steny Hoyer and, you know, uh, um, what I can't remember his name right now. They've been in like 35 years. I know. It's, I, I, it, yeah. Yeah. I don't think Bernie's ever had a real job <laughs> other than being a politician. Uh, like, I don't think he has. No, well, he was mayor for a while in Vermont. And I think at that time, I don't know what Here's he a was. career politician who's never really worked in an environment, a work environment, right? And yet he, what gives him the right to then say how, what policies? Oh, well, I think, come on. I mean, he's worked in, he knows that system really well. Doesn't? He talks to people all across the country. Oh, what? stop. I mean, he's way more qualified than you and I would be. I'm not sure about that. Oh, I, yeah, 100%. I think he I mean, knows he might be smart. He's about, probably smarter than me. Very from intelligent. An, but yeah. I don't I don't know if he's more qualified in terms of experience. Look, Trump proved you don't have to have a lot of qualifications. That's my point. But you could argue no, no, that. No, no, no. Well, we could <laughs> we certainly can argue and disagree on um, Trump's state of mind <laughs> in the presidency. Right. But he certainly had the qualifications in terms of a business leader. It depends on what you want. Do you want a career politician? Or a business person, yeah. Or a business person. Well, I think person. we've seen, you see both, right? You've got a Barack Obama, you've had a, you know, George W. Bush. That family has been in politics a long time. Yeah, various, you know, each one brings yeah, a Yeah, I mean, thing. I look at the Democratic field now. I mean, it's, you know, Biden, for the most part, career politician, right? Kamala Harris, attorney, you know, uh, district attorney. 
I, I don't know. Listen, we it, could debate right, that all day it's, long. It's very right, difficult. Right. Well, okay, let's talk locally about um, Pride Parade. Pride Parade happened yes. on Saturday. Very scary situation. Obviously, uh, Fox 5 was covering yep. all that. Um, when a man brandished a... Um, what turned out to be a BB right, gun. Brandished but a no one obviously gun. knew it at the time. Which caused the parade to end. Um, you know, people were running in the streets, frantic. Um, I guess... People, this, seven people got injured or had to yeah. be had to be uh, transported to the hospital. Man, that is, you know, it's so funny because the past couple of, this year they I should throw the, They should throw the book at that guy. I know, I hope By the do. way, Fox 5, Paul Wagner, uh, shout out to Paul, was the only one yesterday who interviewed um, who? The, the gentleman who pulled the gun. What did he say? Was he like, because that was all supposed to be over a yeah, love issue too, right? He felt yeah, like some so guy th- was. Well, no, they felt some guy was, you know, mocking or, or, or being disrespectful or, or doing something to his wife and, um. But apparently they maced them or he maced them and then shot, like pulled out the BB gun. I, but just a very scary situation. But if, if you follow it on Twitter, it was crazy because it, it wasn't like we're hearing stories of a, it was there is an active shooter right, at yeah. the Pride Parade in D.C., which obviously there was not. Right. Um, so again, I think Twitter, you got to be careful. It's so difficult now though. I mean, the past couple of years that I've gone to that, I do, you do, whether you're in the parade or a bystander, you think, oh my God, this is a really scary, you know, cause even though they try to have these barriers, they try to have metal detectors, there are so many people there and you just think this is an yeah, opportunity for someone. Yeah. Somebody crazy. Cause, yeah, cause it really is hard. the pride parade. But I, when I run a road race, I, I still, before it starts, I think about it. I think about, obviously, Boston. I think about the New Jersey incident where they put multiple uh, uh, smaller explosives in garbage cans. I, I, you know, I just, you know, I guess any... Any, any event, any, any now, event now where you're you're congregating with a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, it could happen anywhere, but very scary. Um, but thank God, it looks like everyone's okay. Yeah. Oh. And uh, apparently the weekend was very successful Yeah. Uh, from, from a Pride Parade standpoint. So, yeah, it was great. Um, talk to me about, so you had also tweeted about this. You've kind of stayed on the Catholic Church. Um, you know, there's been a, recently a lot more stories about the Catholic Church, yeah. either, you know, so apparently, apparently they paid ten point six million lobbying against northeast the the northeast corridor um, policies that would have um, created uh, legislation to protect um, victims of victims of, 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 of sexual abuse. abuse. Um, yeah, it was a new report that was released on Tuesday that revealed that over the past eight years, the Catholic Church has spent over $10 million in the northeastern United States region, as you said, to fight legislation that would help victims of clergy sex abuse justice, seek justice. At the most basic level, we were inspired by frustration, says the attorney Gerald Williams, a partner of William Cedar, one of the four law firms that jointly commissioned the report. The, Catholic, um, the, the people who run the Catholic Church... I know I'm going to get backlash on this. I'm not talking about the religion itself. So I'm not, I don't question people's religion and motivations to why they follow that religion. The people who run the Catholic Church, they're a mob mentality. Oh, yeah. Well, it's a business. It's a business. It's a mob mentality up until the, including the Pope, the current Pope, who gets high praise and he's still the same. Okay. They're still the same. It's why I don't go. It's why I became Episcopal. It's why I don't go into a Catholic church anymore unless I have to for a wedding or something. Right. It's the the organization is shameful. It's about money. It's about protecting their own. It's it's 
it's everything that you would believe a religion should not be protecting children, caring about, you know, victims of that. Uh, it's, 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 uh, I, I, it drives me crazy. Well, I mean, I think, I think you're not alone. A lot of people feel that way. I, I think, you know, as I was born and raised a Catholic, so you see it now every time you go to mass, you see Christmas Eve this past year, I mean, way, way down um, as far as, as people attending. Yeah. I think people are and really again, I, again, I, I want to be clear. It's, it's not about praying. It's not about the practicing of Catholicism. That like, uh, you know, sure, I'm not sure. going to begrudge some of it. The fundamental, God, that's right, fine. Right. And, and if you believe the tenets of, of that religion, that's fine. But... Um, and this, the whole legislation for this is essentially that the Catholic Church does not want to, um, I guess, sort of have a wider range of age or, or years that you can claim yeah. that you are yeah. a victim of sexual abuse. So essentially they want to cap it after, you know... Shameful. 10 years or something, you no longer Utter, can utterly, make a claim. Utterly shameful. It is, and they continue, I think, to a lot of people expose them. And, yeah, very, very difficult, very controversial. So how about Trump's deal at Mexico? Well, is there a deal? I don't think we really know. Uh, <laughs> no. Mexicans seem completely confused. Uh, I think it's a great deal. <laughs> I mean, we don't even know that it's real. Don't you feel like I that mean, is his tactic, just to confuse? Of course it's real. So why, don't the, why do the Mexicans act like they know nothing? That's not true. That and they, they said they had no. They had a, yesterday. They've they had, had no, a backtrack on those reports. When was that? As of this morning. As of yesterday. Okay, so now they're saying what? There is a deal. There is a deal, and then the media reports like, "Well, this was a deal in place a month ago." Okay, so Trump stole involved in that. No matter what happens, was, these I, are I saw a great tweet yesterday, though. That I I think it was from the uh, Republican National Committee. It said. Um, so let's go on record. The Mexicans have done more to protect the U.S. borders than the Democrats. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, and that's it's true. Whole, that was the whole, this is part of the agreement, right, is that uh, the Trump administration had asked that the Mexican government, they have to do a certain amount of things, right, to right. stop the yeah. uh, p- uh, people the, the, coming the in The migrants the coming across, yes. Other, and then Trump will lift tariffs, right, because right. he's putting more tariffs on. Listen, he got a lot of pressure about the tariffs, but yeah. then... Like, Certain, you know, Ron Johnson and others came out and said whether it was a, whether it was going to end up a reality or not, the threat of it worked. And and I will say that's where, like, if you're sitting in Ohio or North Carolina or Wisconsin and you're on the fence of who you know whom you're going to vote for, and you look, you know what. I would have but done the same. But it hasn't worked. You're acting like it's it like worked. signed, sealed, and done. It, come on, it hasn't worked the, yet. The, okay, but like, no you, one's passing policies right now. So the perception is at least he's fighting. At least he's holding a country accountable. I'm not agreeing with. I'm just. I'm telling you what the perception of reality is. That is what people are thinking, and that's where the many in the media and the Democrats miss. Okay, it's like we'll the see constant. How this goes. So yesterday they had John Dean. A convicted felon, a, a, conv- a convicted obstructionist, part of Watergate, disbarred attorney. Oh, I think I saw you tweeting about this. Testifying yeah. for the House Democrats on the Mueller probe. Seriously? Wait, why was he dragged into it? Why was he testifying on the Mueller? How was because he Because he's a never-Trumper, and they knew what he was going to say, and so-called he has... He was involved in what they're trying to make a correlation between... 
the facts of Watergate and the facts of the Mueller probe, which completely different. A crime was committed. It was proven. A president had to resign. People went to jail. People were disbarred. It's just another theatrical way for the Democrats to try to make this Mueller report. They can't believe the Mueller report didn't fulfill what they had hoped. So they're just... It's it's now. Well, unfortunately, Bob Mueller left it as like. No, he didn't. No, nope. he said that it, that it no, doesn't completely but exonerate. That's not him. a prosecutor's job, okay? Because Bob Mueller probably doesn't like Trump, and vice versa. Bob Mueller just he sh- that's a prosecutor's job. Is there enough evidence to charge someone? The answer was no. End of story. End of story. It's over. Yet they can't let it go. They can not let it go. The never Trumpers can't let it go. The, the the left, you know, they just, they thought they had him. And they cannot believe that the Mueller report didn't, you know, fulfill their wishes. <laughs> well, <coughs> we'll see how it, I mean, it does seem like they keep going. Yeah, they keep going. <laughs> so how's the wedding planning going? Um, wedding planning is good. Um, you probably saw all the drama with my ring. No, what happened? <laughs> Well, I no longer have an engagement ring, so... It got lost? No, no. I had bought the... So, you know, I found this gorgeous ring that I liked, mm-hmm. Dan had bought the ring, anyway, proposed. So when I got the ring on, it was... Too big. Really too big. So I brought it back to have it sized, and they actually said, look, we're really sorry, but the reality is, even if we add beads, if we build up the shank, we feel like the diamonds on the side are going to be compromised, that... um it was a size seven. You really can't bring a size seven down to a size five, which is the size of my ring. Anyway, it was so they were like, we're really sorry. Come back in, pick out a ring. Um, you know, we'll honor the pricing that you guys had. But and, and this ring so, was like discontinued. It was sort of we got this really great deal because it was kind of I thought we did anyway, yeah. because it was sort of like the, this was like the last one. So We already they, have wedding drama. Oh, we've had so much wedding drama. I mean, we've bought multiple dresses. I saw dresses. your pictures, though. Your your oh, special <laughs> photo shoot looked beautiful. Yes, I got Dan to actually, you know, did uh, you get, be did on social media. Did so you get good. positive feedback from your pictures? Yeah, people were really, I think, and you know. Did um, any stand out? I really like the ones in blue, I think. Okay. Better. Blue outfit. Yeah. And you know, my I think my other, wife sent you a message saying that she loved the blue one. She did? Yeah, she posted on one of your pictures. Oh, yeah. I got to look. Yeah, I liked the blue one too. The blue one. And you know, my man is like, doesn't want to be in the public eye at all. So he people, looked good though. People were really happy to see him because a lot of people have never seen him. They don't know what he looks like. You Dan know? exposed. Dan, <laughs> Dan exposed. <laughs> <laughs> so now I got to go back, get a new ring. I know. It's crazy. Um, Just spend the money. You don't need a ring. I agree. I'm like, maybe we should just like save the money. Just like, get like a little, just get like one of those little, you know. I agree. Just a band. Just a band. Right? I know. I kind of feel like spend that. Spend the money. Only but I make them spend the money you. on something else. Oh, don't worry. I want like more alcohol. Turks and Caicos vacay. Business class upgrade. I mean, you know. Buy, I, a, buy a house. Oh, yeah. yeah I know. I'm practical. To. Sorry. <sighs> we do need to buy a house. I just, I'm not really like a home uh, improvement <laughs> kind of gal. Like, I'm like, oh, God. It's going to be great until like your furnace goes out. And then I'm like, oh, shit. I like all that. So I saw you're having some sort of um, bachelorette party with maxi pads. Yes. Do you want to come? <laughs> <laughs> you should come. Then you 
could totally be on stage. So June. Can 20th, I bring some maxi pads? And absolutely. What do I buy bring one? Bring Kristen. Get one to- bring your wife. Um. Yeah. If so, we partnered with I Support the Girls. I think okay. they've been on Fox okay. a couple times. Anyway, this woman started the organization to just supply women, homeless women, um, young girls like in foster care, all the stuff that need like new bras, oh, underwear, feminine product, products. Because she was saying what you find out in homeless shelters is people donate tons of socks, jackets, but they never donate like feminine products. Mm. So. The woman that started this is amazing, Dana Marlowe. We partnered with her. So that night, they're in desperate need of maxi pads okay. for women nationwide. So if you bring that, you can bring anybody. Is maxi you want. pads a name brand or? No, it's just like basically like oh, okay. a pad. Like Got a, it. So any, you can buy so, any pad. I mean, not when I say similar in concept, when we did our diaper drive, and we did that because we found out that a lot of people. A donate don't donate diapers. Yes, and it, there's something with also I believe food stamps or something. And so anyway, there's a there's a significant need for diapers in 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 impoverished area. Yeah, think about that. You immediately no. think like oh socks, food, shoes, socks, coat, food. Right. right. So um yeah, so June twentieth. Yeah. And then we have some male dancers coming out to do like Little Nas X, Old Town Road. Love like it. and carry us out onto the stage. And it's like the best. Is this party. part of your podcast or is this something? No, this summer? is a Hey Frage live podcast. Hey Frage. So yeah. the same thing. Yeah, come on. Uh Dan's gonna be there. I and should be on that. AJ <laughs> 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 exactly. Yes. We'll get you a cowboy hat. I mean, please, we're ready. Okay, look, we'll we will see you guys next week. Tons of stuff. Next to week talk we got to get. By the way, real quick, we got a guest next week. Okay, who's it going to be? David Heyman. Awesome. Who, uh, former marketing director for the Washington Post. Okay. Who is uh, DC? Oh, uh, it's on Patrick. Lives better... in DC. I, my guess is he definitely leans more toward your side of the political oh, I spectrum. Wait to hear this. Uh, him and I go back and forth. Um, you know, texting and social media. Uh, so it should be really. And he's any. He, I got to bring my A game because he's fairly bright. Um, oh no God. offense to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that sounded awful. Okay, for you, I bring this seat. No, like, no, no, that, okay. that didn't sound right. <laughs> okay, well, goodbye. Bye, Sarah. <laughs>